This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. How to behave ourselves on the story? Well, y'all know what we're thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. I can keep it. Tell them to sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> TGIF. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Friday night, and we are back with another fantastic, brand new, fresh spanking new episode of TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the headlines, some of the biggest stories in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip on this hot tea. Hold on, Kat. You're being very disrespectful. Hold on. Let me get this once again. Yeah, Sorry about that. animal. <laughs> My, the cat doesn't do this until I get on camera. Then the cat want to be on camera with y'all. I guess I guess my cat want to be a part of this and be down with my fabulous co-host. So please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host Funky Dineva. Hey, Funky, what's going on, y'all? Listen, soulmates, baby, the rich man's is in Miami. It is uh, Art Basel. I cannot wait to get off work. I got me an old nasty suit. I'm finna put in, put on. I'm finna go try to. Trap me one of these Swiss white men, <laughs> one of these Berlin white men. The next time y'all see me, my last name is gonna be um Schweitzman, bitch. Okay, <laughs> uh, Lord help us. Okay, I'm going we'll, out we'll... tonight, baby, on the whole scroll. Okay, I got my skin done, I'm looking good. I'm going out hoeing tonight, high level hoeing tonight. So- how was that any different than any other day? Because I'll be hoeing down to the bar with a Honda cars, but I'm going high level hoeing tonight. Oh, high level hoeing. Oh, okay. Well, we <laughs> wish you the best of luck with your, your high level hoeing, Funky Dineva. <laughs> Please welcome brand strategist, another high level hoe. Al Reynolds. <laughs> and that's said with love before y'all get mad. What's up, Al Reynolds? What's going on, Claudia? What's going on with you? You got your hair cut off. You got you know, no gel, no waves, no season cut. <laughs> I know, right? You trying to copy me? Boy, cut it out. <laughs> What's going on? What's, what, what is, and it's wintertime in D.C., so what inspired you chopping off your hair in the damn winter? Uh, well, it, so my brother, who basically raised me, uh, was diagnosed with colon cancer and the colon cancer spread to his liver. And so they had to do all this emergency stuff. He got his port today. So the family decided, all the guys in the family decided that we would shave our heads in support of my brother and his cancer journey. So fuck cancer. I'm, I'm, did I say that? No. Just F our show, huh? <laughs> I mean, just F cancer. Sorry, F cancer, man. It's it's really it's really you know, and colon cancer for black men is is a huge deal. So, this is to me, my family and my brother. I got you. I got you back, and we're gonna beat cancer. I promise. Well, we'll be praying for your family, for your brother as well. That that's Thank very you. kind of you to do that and to stand in solidarity with your brother. And on top of things, you look good. Ah, thank you. you. Every everybody can't sport a baldy baby. I remember when I started going <laughs> bald, I got so insecure because I was like, "Lord, is this gonna work? Is this not right. gonna work?" Luckily, it worked out for me. But you yeah, look yeah. good. 
Thank it's, you. I appreciate it. It's definitely not for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all like my head head? <laughs> it's just at funny because my head is round. At least it's, it's it's perfectly round, and you ain't got no no bumps and humps and dents, and it's symmetrical. All right. All right. Okay. Well, what are y'all sipping on tonight? I am drinking soda water because I've got to go speak later on tonight at the event. So I'm not trying to get too, too toasty before I have to go host this R&B party down to the Art Basel. Oh, that's fun. Okay. That's fun. fun. Mm -hmm. I'm drinking red wine. Mile back. Red wine. Okay. A little red. Where's your event going to be? At what event? Um, it's, it's, it's a, it's an event called, oh girl, I don't even know the name. Okay. If you find a flyer during the show, we'll shout, we shout it out. Good idea. Good idea, Claudia. Okay. We all support. We all support. Okay. Y'all. Well, it's TGIF. So let's jump into some hot topics. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Cause it's, it's been a lot going on this week, baby. I know. It's a lot. Unfortunately, we have to start the show with one of the most horrific stories that I've heard in a long time. And, um, I'm, I actually am a friend of, uh, the, the son of uh, this woman. So we want to send our condolences out to the le- legendary music executive Clarence Avant and his family following the news of his wife's murder. Now, Clarence's wife, Jacqueline Avant, was shot and killed during a home invasion on Tuesday. The man who was allegedly involved in the home invasion that led to the fatal shooting was caught attempting another burglary uh, when he shot himself in the foot with an AR-15. Uh, Claire Avant's life and career were featured in the Netflix documentary, The Black Grand- uh, Godfather. Let me tell you something. Uh, I'm friends with Alex Avon, his son. He's a fixture in Hollywood. Everyone in the music industry knows him and his family. This family is Black royalty when it comes to the, the world of music. This woman was 81 years old in her own home. What are your thoughts about this and these home invasions and this raggedy ass I want to call him so many names, but this 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 criminal that rolled up to this house didn't have to do this and murder this woman in cold blood. You know what bothered me the most? This lady was eighty one and frail. All he had to do was push her down, like 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 like. And and I'm not even condoning burglary. Like, bro, all you had to do was push her ass down and take whatever you was gonna take. Lock her in the bathroom. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Even knock her over the head if you had to. You did not have to shoot this woman. And, you know, once any human being, once you live past 80, you know, you, you, you just become a heavenly fixture in your family. And you think that once a person gets that age, they're probably going to go peacefully in their sleep. You never think somebody 80 years old is going to go the way this lady went. And, and this just troubles me deeply and it, and, it, and it concerns me because I think overall, globally, I think there's some type of demonic force that is taking control of the planet because we are beginning to see all types of just off the wall school shootings, killing elderly people, you know, just all this different stuff that we didn't really used to see back in the day. And it really has me concerned. Like the old folks say, we are really living in our last days. Mm. I hear you. Al, what do you think about this story? I'm sure you're familiar with the family. I'm very familiar with the family as you are as well. Imagine though, Claudia, living an amazing, fulfilled life. She was healthy. She was wealthy. That entire family is beautiful. Only to get to 81 and be murdered by a thug. 
I mean, she was a philanthropist. She raised millions of dollars for the less fortunate. This is not only infuriating, but it's just heartbreaking to the next level, if you ask me. But let me tell you something. Beverly Hills PD ain't going to play this with this young man. He is going to be thrown under the bus, and he should, because they have a global image to protect and maintain as it relates to Beverly Hills and royalty like this. You don't do this to families like that in Beverly Hills. But let me ask y'all something. Is it me or is it what is going on in California? We just reported Terrence J. We know that what's her name? Dorit from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills house got broken into. The Grove just recently had that that uh, grab and smash, smash and grab, whatever. What is going on in Beverly Hills? This is just unfortunate all around. I think people are raggedy as hell. I think people use COVID as an excuse when a lot of people made more money during COVID than they made in their whole life with all the scamming that was going on. I think people are lazy as hell. I think they're evil and selfish. People don't want to go get a job. They think they're above working. They're above getting making an honest living. They want to live this flashy lifestyle and have diamonds and pearls and the things that us hardworking people go and acquire from working hard. They want the fast shortcut way. And I think they, they just have no morals. And I don't think if people, I, I don't know, people don't care about the afterlife, where they're going to end up. I do. I do. And that guy is, I want to call him so many N words right now, right. raggedy ass piece of shit. Like I'm so angry at him. The fact that you're home mind, look at him. Look at this. Minding your business home, relaxing with your husband in the house in security in another room. And you're not bothering anybody. And people run in, roll up on you, break through a window. Imagine how horrified this woman was. And then for it to end like this. Right. And people just make me so sick at how lazy they are. And not the ones that are just, not only the ones that are out here murdering folks, but there's a lot of people out here smashing and grabbing that are not starving for food. You just want to floss. And I'm right. sick of all y'all. I really am. I'm sick of it. Well, he wasn't the sharpest knife in the kitchen because he shot himself in the foot. So... Karma, you know, I mean, that 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 speaks a lot to to the character of, of, of this individual and, and not to 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 make IQ a factor in this situation. But it, it's just sad all the way around. And we also know during the holiday season, we tend to see an increase in burglaries and car break ins. Y'all all know Miss Kenny from my Instagram. She had a Friendsgiving. Luckily, I didn't go, but another friend of ours went and their car got broken into somebody and, and they had absolutely nothing in their car. You see what's going on in Atlanta. You see everybody running out of all the Louis Vuitton stores with all they I'm still waiting on them to let me know when they're going to do the Miami drop because I got my cash app ready. But uh, still from the store, not out of people's house. That's what I... <laughs> That's what I say. But it's just sad all around. You can't even have nice things. Like, the other day I left the house. I was like, I'm not wearing any jewelry anymore when I'm out in public. Because yeah. why? But you know what? To, that, to, to your point, when I leave the house, let's say if I leave out late at night to go get food or something, I don't even drive my BMW. I drive the Civic just, yeah. just to try to avoid things like this. Attention. Well, speaking of avoiding attention and uh, could have avoided attention, I want to hear your thoughts about this. Jesse Smollett, uh, the brothers who were allegedly paid to help him orchestrate a hate crime, took the stand in the actor's criminal trial on Wednesday. Now, uh, the brother said that, uh, you know, he was involved in the hoax. They were involved in the hoax because they believed that Jesse would help them grow the acting career. Ola said he explained that he wanted me to uh, fake beat him up. Jesse wanted him to fake beat him up. 
he continued with, I agreed to do it because most importantly, I felt indebted to, to him, to Jesse. And he also got me a stand-in role in Empire. Honey, you can get an extra role on Empire, <laughs> but going to SAGAfter.org and they give you the, the, the cities, the productions that are looking for extras and they pay about $125 a day. You don't even have to stage a fake attempted you know, hate crime. Well, what do y'all think about this? I mean, some people still believe in Jesse's innocence. Do y'all think there's any way that he can possibly be telling the truth? Well, Alex- what else them what else them African brothers said is, bitch, we not going to jail for your ass. Okay. <laughs> that, that's what else they said that ain't in the court transcript. <laughs> now here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. At this point, beyond the shadow of a doubt, Jussie is lying. Right. Jussie staged this. They don't found footage of him doing a run through, baby. This was a Tyler. <laughs> he did a dry run through the day before. Okay, we know this. So, black people, the black delegation of America, what we not <laughs> is pretend like Jussie didn't do this. But the question that is on the voting block for the NAACP of black folks of the world and descendants of slaves is: Are we gonna nail Jussie to the cross? Or is we just going to let it ride and support him because they stormed the Capitol, they stole the government, they cheating in the elections and everything. And, you know, my social media is divided. Half the people saying <laughs> he did it, he said he to go to jail. The other half saying free our people just as long as they stormed the Capitol and Carol Rittenhouse got off that we, we ain't worried about Jesse staging no attack and nobody was hurt and leave him alone. So I'm doing whatever the majority say we doing. Ow. <laughs> what do you think about this? You know what? This is just so unfortunate. Chicago, though, is prepared to make an example out of Jesse Smullett. And if you watch the first day of the trial, they came with the facts. 26 investigators were assigned to this. 3,000 man hours were put on this. 64, 62 and a half days of watching video footage of the young men planning this uh, for Jesse. We got checks with his name made out to the young men. We got cell phone records. We got GPS and shot ride shares. Uh, What else we got? Oh, and the most damaging thing was Bola, one of the African brothers said, listen, I'm gonna break it all the way down to y'all. We used to go to the club together. We used to go to the bathhouse together, same sex bathhouse together. I used to hang out with him at his apartment and smoke weed and get high. And not only did I do that, but I used to buy drugs for him. I just don't understand why Jesse has put his heels in this and don't want to come clean. The city's only asking him to pay $150,000 and he could go away for a little while and rebuild his image. Now he's putting his family and himself, all that good work he's done, all that producing and directing that he's done. We're not going to remember him for any of that. What we're going to remember him is for this horrible hoax that he pulled over on the American people. You know, yeah, it was some BS what he did, and it's silly. And at first I was like, well, what if? Okay, all right, we know what happened, right? But can y'all spend all these resources and these dollars on the little black girl that died in the freezer? Can y'all spend all these resources on the people, that the, the thousands of black people that are lost to our, uh, uh, organ harvesting or all the crimes? Y'all have way more important fish to fry in Chicago. They made such a big deal out of this. Like, I can't believe we're still talking about this. But Jesse, yes, you are dragging this. Like, take the L and move on. But it, it amazes me the, the ones they, they, they pick and choose, the ones I want to take. Here's what makes it worse. Claudia, 
he uh when this happened they thought it was real so they thought it was actually a hate crime so yeah. chicago actually stood up for him in the beginning because they thought that it was something that they needed to do like be more attentive to african americans in chicago that were being violated mm-hmm. but they chose the wrong person to stand up for in my opinion in this one well, all these worse is just like in the Kelly Price disappearance situation, because you are a celebrity, you did get extra attention. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes this situation double worse. And then when you look at Jussie's motive, Jussie's motive was simply because the studio did not respond the way he felt they should have responded to a piece of hate mail that he got. So the motivation behind all of this was completely selfish and self-serving. You know what I'm saying? Because you didn't get the emotional response or the the, the whatever response from the studio, you decided to to do this, and it just don't look good, bro. But the people said Cal Rittenhouse got off, so let Justy go. That's just what the people said. All these white women that lie on black men, then later on, nothing gets done to them when they cry rape me to ruin someone's career in life and they go to prison. Can you spend some time? I, I would feel a little bit better if y'all was kept keeping the same energy. That's all. That's all. All right, y'all. We got to take a quick commercial break. And Jesse, goddamn. Oh. I, I, I made a video for him, too. I stand with Jesse. Right. I had to delete that off my page. I felt so <laughs> stupid. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. If you are enjoying the show, please put some thumbs up or some flames or whatever you want in the comments so we can see all the love from y'all. Y'all got some comments for me to reach, to read. Okay, uh, we have a comment from someone on social media. They said, I'm I'm still pissed about Kelly. She had me looking for her and all concerned. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jesse has directed a new film that's coming out called B-Boy Blue. So maybe some of this is, well, I don't know. You, you ain't going to go to court to get some attention for a movie. I don't think so. No. No, they're not paying as much as they used to for those, 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 those movies all right give me some good comments oh here's some more al uh rita says al is so correct but uh let it go far worse he's what but let it go far worse has oh let it go far worse has been done in chi town okay okay i can agree okay y'all see i'm reading with no glasses though well, are you? Because you were stumbling a little bit. I'm sure. <laughs> I only have one eye done. I don't have the other eye. So sometimes gotcha. I- you got to close that good eye. You got to close the, that the other eye. eye won't let me be great. <laughs> okay, Rita said Al is so correct, but let it go. Far worse has been done in Chi Town. See, it's the I good agree. Eye. I agree. Okay. All right, let's get into this uh, Deion Sanders story with Brittany Renner. Did y'all see this video online? Uh, Deion Sanders is uh, taking the influencer approach to prep uh, his Jackson State University football team for NFL celebrity life. And he booked social media influencer Brittany Renner to speak to them. Take a look at this. The other side of game. And that's Mm -hmm. why you gracefully blessed us with your presence so they could understand from your point of view how this game is played. All right, she came in some pajamas, didn't she? She's hey. like, oh. <laughs> just in case any of y'all make it to the league. All right, All right. now in the caption, Deion Sanders wrote, it's my responsibility as a coach to prepare my young men for any and everything on the field and off. I brought in Brittany to educate them on how the game is played between men and women at their age and stage. The message may not be for everybody, but trust me, it's for somebody. Now, what are your thoughts on, you know, Dion's way to teach young athletes how to prepare for the celebrity life? 
Listen, I am all about progressiveness, right? This is this is very progressive. Uh, I actually commend Dion for coming in and not taking that archaic approach to coaching and saying, I'm going to come in with something new and innovative and creative to give you guys, you know, you, you know, uh, to prepare you for what's coming your way. Now, if I was Brittany, on the other hand, I don't know that I would have accepted this position um, because what it really is, is an outward admission of I'm a predator. Um, I am purposely going out after guys like you. And I love the way she worded it. You know, she she worded it as something to the effect of, you know, you guys have some usefulness and, and, and you're either useful or useless. And please know that your financial status is useful to people who are looking for that. I just don't know that I would have stamped myself as gold digger whore that's purposely out scouting young athletes for their money. And let me tell you how we do it. And here is the handbook. I don't know if I would have done that to myself, but I definitely commend Dion for doing this. Al, what do you think about it? Do you think it's you a know, good idea? I, I have to disagree with Funky. Um, and being that, you know, I, I'm used to branding stuff. That young lady um, actually was branded as, like you said, a, a gold digger. Um, a predator and even myself have said on the show you know that you know she was on the come up and she was predatory like but let me tell you something that's so great about this and if you follow how people responded to her on social media I like how she's leaning into her thoughthood and educating these young guys on what the game is that changes the perspective of how I view her She's actually saying, listen, how can I take this positive, I mean, this negative press that I have about myself and flip it into something positive? In doing that, she made this an educa uh, uh, educating moment. And I thought that it was brilliant. My view for her has changed. I, I'm not so harsh in my mindset about her anymore. And look, at the end of the day, she is beautiful. I mean, we can say a whole lot, of, but that woman is beautiful. And for her to share the game and be, you know, educational, I think it changes my whole perspective around her. I watched her video when she was talking to them and, and I felt like she could have been even more salacious than she wasn't. I felt like she could have given more. I'm like, shoot, the girls I've done heard talk about it said way more stuff than that. She was saying they can they use each other. It's not necessarily just she's using right, them. That's right. She also didn't really fess up to being a predator. And I went to her page and watched a video about when she was in the car crying when she left PJ's house or was put out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about how what people assume about her is not all the way true, which I can attest that happens a lot. She said the, a lot of things that people like know about her getting $200,000 a month in child support, that none of that is true. Um, so I don't know, but it is, it is commendable for her to, to, to stand in front of that crowd and to say, hey, I know what y'all think about me and what I'm here for. And no matter what I say, you're probably still going to think that about me. I think they should be teaching these guys outside stuff outside of just like tackles and, 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 and pivoting on the field. And right. also while you add it, teach them about finances. So they're not all broke and trying to open up record companies with their second contract. It, it, you know what? I also like the fact that instead of her running from her PR, she stood in that space and she wasn't being defensive. She was like, hey, this is what the game is. I just happened to play it. Well, uh, and she said she's honest. She's, she was 100 percent honest. And, and think about it, guys. 
when we look at the media, when we look at these rappers, when we look at these entertainers, they they pass around the same four or five women in this industry for social currency, like she said, and clout. And she's right. And I believe her. I bet you she's got a number of blue checks in her inbox that she can pick and choose whenever she's ready to come out of hiding and date any high level guy, just like that young lady that was with the baby. Here's the thing. Men do not need to be educated about the game. Men created the game, okay? Quiet as it's kept, it's not Brittany Renner they need to be talking to, it's Iyanla Van Zant they need to be talking to. Because what we do know about men with money is that they use their money to secure the type of females that they would have never been able to get Otherwise, that ain't something a Britney Renner conference or interview is going to be able to help them self-esteem issues and them childhood scars. And the reality of the situation is a man will stick his dingling in anything. If he want it, he going to stick his dingling in it. Whether it got money, whether it look good, whether it's fat, ugly, or it look like a damn teapot, he going <laughs> to stick his dingling in it. So I, while she is sitting up here putting a face to the game that girls play. The, the, the reality of the situation is these men are already aware of the game that they play and they mm -hmm. choose to engage. They mm -hmm. want, listen, you know for a fact, mm -hmm. fat little Tim from St. Louis, you ain't never got no holler from no girl that looked like this before, all throughout high school and or college, all, all of a sudden you get to the league and Brittany Renner is, is hollering at you. What else she want? You ain't that damn stupid. What else she want? It ain't because you're smart. It ain't because you're beautiful. It's because you got money. And they know that money is leverage. For women, beauty is currency. For men, money is currency. We both play in the same game and we both know the rules of engagement. I agree. And when you put it that way, is it really someone being a predator? Uh, we have a comment from uh, Lovely that says he's painting her as the bad guy. Men look for girls like Britney to lay up with. She's transparent. And that boy knew who she was and signed up for it. She didn't pray on no one that didn't want it. This is so true. And let me tell you something. Just because someone's a basketball player or a football player, especially a football player that wears helmets and no one really knows you, you're not as famous as basketball players. They are some of the most thirstiest men when it comes to wanting to get attention and hook up with a social media person or a socialite that will up their ante. Because if they did not have themselves attached to a social media, darling, they'd be just number 52, 57, 53 right. on a losing team. Because half the time, no one knows who they are till they link up with a Kardashian or Britney Ryan. <laughs> it's true. That's true. They, they, they be thirstier than the women sometimes. They are thirsty. In my heyday, the publicists will reach out and they want you to just walk a red carpet with one of them. They beg you to do it. They they want the press. So it's not always the women scheming on these men. These men scheme on the women, too. All right. Moving on. Over the summer, the baby met with a total of 11 HIV and AIDS organizations after he was uh, in danger of being canceled because of his offensive comments at Rolling Loud. But some of these organizations told the Daily Beast that they never received any financial contributions from the baby. Surprise. And they were claimed... <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you use it for the good press. You put the press release out. This is what I'm going to do. You don't really have to do it. Right. Just like these people on reality shows that say, I'm going to write this check and they never do it. Like that happens all the time. Right. I'm, I'm going to support this event. Anyways, uh, there were claims that the baby also failed to partner with any of the groups that he met with for World's AIDS Day. And many say they never heard from him. I, the question is, are you surprised that the baby ghosted these groups? I'm not. I, I again use the you release a press release. You make the you take the picture. You say you're gonna do it, and usually that makes it kind of calm down a little bit. 
But the follow through, where's the follow through? The baby, the baby, the baby. It's such a goofy name. What do y'all think? You know, there's one piece on the LGBTQ side that I have a problem with, and it's the we never received any funding, right? Because it, it, it then makes it seem as if your motive for linking up and trying to help with him was disingenuous as well. So I have to call out the community on that. Now, I can rock with the we didn't hear anything back from him about the world's AIDS day situation. But see, this is why I had a problem on the last show when we spoke about this, when whatever organization it was, it was like, well, we forgive him and all is good. And they were speaking on behalf of the whole community as if they had the authority to do so on behalf of the whole LGBTQ plus community. I said it then, and I'm going to say it now, and I caught a lot of flack for it. Men like the baby do not change with two weeks worth of, you don't undo 20 something years of homophobia with two weeks of a press tour that quite frankly was orchestrated by your label or by your publicist to get you back out to these festivals. I saw this for what it was from the beginning. And here's the reality of the situation. I, at this point, I am okay with him being homophobic and being who he is. You showed me your hand. I now have the choice to support you or not to support you. Show me your true colors so I can choose where to spend my money and lend my support. I don't feel no ways tired about this LGBTQ plus community. At this point, leave this boy the hell alone. You know what I'm saying? Just don't show up to his concerts. It's that simple. That's right. Al, what do you think about this? You know, I, Q could, no one could have said that better. I mean, he was disingenuous. They were disingenuous. Uh, the organizations got played, and it's unfortunate. But, you know, that's just where we are. Unless we can master up another way to make him accountable for his hate speech. And let's be very clear. What he said was hate speech. Unless we can master another way to make him accountable for that, then it's over. It's just like a it's like a one night stand and they got the one night stand and he never called them back. It's very sad. It's very unfortunate. And they put their neck on the line for someone that they thought was going to help. And not only did he laugh at them, but he's still laughing all the way to the bank because he's still getting booked. His bookings are back up. He's not getting canceled anymore. And his hate speech and his mindset is still the same. You know, we just got to hold people accountable when they make these promises and these gestures. And I made a comment about writing a check. And this reminded me of something that I did and I had to do it myself. I was at an event and there was someone running to be a judge here in Dallas. And in the moment I got caught up and I was like, support her. I'm going to make a donation tomorrow. And like a couple of weeks went by and I realized today that I forgot to do it. So I had to go find her and do it. And it's not the same thing, but it's just along the lines of keeping your word because you can say things in the moment to make yourself look good. Cause I did get applause when I said that and it felt good, but it doesn't feel good when you don't follow up with the actual action behind it. But when you do, you can walk with your head held high and say, I stood by my word and I meant what I said. And the baby, you don't have any currency with us anymore for the future. Cause you didn't follow up with what right. you said. You don't care. He don't care. And, 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 and at this point, 
I'm actually more mad with the LGBTQ exactly. than I am with him. Stop begging somebody to like you. Like, get some, get some damn self-esteem. Stop begging somebody to like you and be your friend that don't want to be your friend. See it for what it is and move accordingly. That's Stop right. listening to his music. Stop showing up to his concert. Let him do his thing over there to the left and you do your thing over to the right and let that be it. Sounds like an easy solution to me. Makes sense. All right, taking another quick break. We'll be back with more TGIF after this. Hey, everybody. Hey, soulmates. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. I'm peeking through the comments. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, as the year is coming to an end, another holiday season is upon us. Now, for many of us, that means travel and family. Tis the season to be jolly, but sometimes it just doesn't feel that way. And that's okay. Ease some of the burdens this holiday with Talkspace Online Therapy. Talkspace is ready to help you start feeling better with a single message. Now, you can set goals with your Talkspace therapist and develop techniques techniques to cope in difficult times. And Talkspace offers individual therapy, couples therapy, and medication prescription services. Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform, and there are thousands of licensed therapists available for you to match with across dozens of specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. Now, Talkspace works around your schedule at your convenience with live video sessions, and it's unlimited. Messages with your uh, dedicated therapist come with it as well. Now, if you need a little support to help you through to the end of the year, or you want to start building towards a better upcoming year, Talkspace is here to help you. Now, match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off with your first month with the promo code T. That's $100 off when you use the code T at Talkspace.com. Check it out. We'll be right back with more tea and more mess when we return. Welcome back to TGIF. This is a part of the show where we have to deliver sad, unexpected news that nobody saw coming. And it pains me to talk about it. Another woman is making claims that Tristan Thompson is a father of her child. Now, the woman is a personal trainer from Texas, and she's due to give birth soon. Now, according to her paternity lawsuit obtained by the Daily Mail, the woman, Marilyn Nichols, is suing Tristan for child support before the child is born. Because, you know, he likes to get missing right before the due date. Uh, the, woman, <laughs> the woman claimed that she conceived his baby in March during a very classy birthday celebration in Houston in a hotel. She also claims that uh, she was involved with Tristan five months prior to his birthday. So she's not a one off and she will not be treated as such. The Daily Mail reports that Tristan admitted to sleeping with Nichols around the same time he was begging and talking about Chloe Kardashian being the love of his life. But, you know, he says it only happens once, only happens once. But the woman claims she has traveled to uh, Los Angeles multiple times to meet up with her soon to be baby daddy. Should we be surprised? And do you think Chloe will accept yet another accidental cheating scandal and accidental baby on the side? You know, I know that this is Tristan's scandal, and I hate to make this about Chloe, but y'all cannot tell me that that woman Coochie is not a cornucopia filled with communicable diseases at this damn <laughs> point, okay? She need to carry her ass to the vet, <laughs> get checked, rabies, herpes, 
rubella, COVID, <laughs> Delta, Omicron, and everything else in between. <laughs> then after she's done with that, she didn't take her ass down to the Department of Children and Families with a good family practitioner lawyer and give that boy custody of that damn child and just be done. I mean, <laughs> sever all ties with him because sis, sis, he keep embarrassing you down to the internet, sis. Like, Chloe, come on. Of all the things that your mama can manufacture and whip up in her kitchen of deceit, she needs to be able to whip up some damn self-esteem, sis. Like, for real, for real. Like, I mean, quiet as it's kept, I'd rather you go back and get Lamar Odom ass from Carly Red. At this point, the way this man embarrassing your ass all around the internet and around the world, and I, yeah, yeah, why Jordan Woods sitting over there with her man looking pretty with her new body. How you doing? <laughs> and the funny thing is, we, we never saw this coming. I mean, I really thought Tristan was a changed man after all of that. We never saw what coming. <laughs> Girl, wait. I know you went to get your ass did, but did they do something to your man? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he so sorry? Do you think it was an accident? Like, you know, maybe yes, he man. got drunk and he he thought maybe he thought he was making love to this. No, it was planned. What we need a Britney Renner class for, okay? Britney right. Renner, you need to carry your ass, leave them damn boys alone and go do a TED talk <laughs> to Cardi Chloe Kardashian ass. Because here's the reality of the situation. He don't like her. <laughs> he doesn't he, he acts like he doesn't wait a minute, like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute this is what the deal is like let's just let's just, just break this all the way down we need to be 100 percent chloe kardashian repeat after me my name is chloe kardashian and i am in a open relationship if she does that then she won't look so crazy out here in the streets her pretending like their relationship is something unique different and better than everybody else's is why she's constantly being embarrassed in, on, in social media, in America, across the board. Like you looking real thirsty right now, sweetheart. All you gotta say is I'm in an open relationship and I love my man. And then what else are we gonna say every time he pops up here with another woman behind your back, pregnant or not? And I hate it because she's the one getting drugged in this segment and in the media for his wrongdoing. And it's unfair. It is, as the woman, it is completely unfair. And women, I do sympathize with y'all in that regard. But this is just the world and the society that we live in. And sis, at this point, it's up to you to make a decision. No, it's not unfair, Q. It's unfair when you're pretending that your relationship is something that it's not, okay? He has continuously shown to you that he is interested in other women. Call it for what it is. It's an open relationship. Stop pretending like he's just yours and he's going to eventually just be with you. Cut it out. All, all jokes aside, I know I was given a being sarcastic earlier on. People like, oh, Claudia got her eyes on, but she still can't see the bullshit. Now I can see. <laughs> I'll just mess it around. Um, I think Chloe, although her outside looks like is improved now, I guess you'd say. I think inside Chloe in her mind is still the less attractive sister in her mind because the way she acts and what she puts up with. Listen, whatever you think about the Kardashian family, 
Chloe has a great personality. She's funny. She's a businesswoman. She's made tons of money and she should not be dealing with this from anybody. I don't give a damn if it is a, the, the bench rider of a, a, a basketball team. She is constantly putting up with this stuff from this guy and she probably does love him. But part of it is also a little bit of I want to prove that I can keep the man or get the man or have the man. And this ain't the man for you, sis, because it's so disrespectful at this point. It's so disrespectful. And and you are going to get the one that's going to get the heat because we don't care about Tristan. We care about the Kardashian brand. Well, and, you know? And and I think too, Claudia, at this point, all right, girl, y'all don't got all the high profile gimmicky relationships out your system. All right. You don't went and got all the black athletes and you don't went and attempted to be all the power couples you can be. When it comes to media press coverage and status, there's no higher for you girls to go at this point. So give it a rest because the, 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 to be honest with you, I think all of the relationships between her and Kim have been disingenuous from the start. You know what I'm saying? They always target a certain kind of black man because of the way it looks. Girl, go get you a man you actually like because you like him. Rather he a school teacher, a janitor, a mechanic, a producer, you see Mackenzie Bezos when it got her ass a damn school teacher, baby. She went and got her old $35,000 a year school teacher. Hey, let me tell you what, she ain't got no communicable diseases. Her coochie ain't got the itching. She ain't all in the press talking about the man cheating on the white. That man ain't going nowhere because she got that good money and he ain't going nowhere with them $35,000. Going yeah, to get you a school teacher, girl. <laughs> we got to go to commercial, but before we go, real quick, to piggyback on that, a friend of mine, I won't put her on who she is, but a friend of mine, she's very successful. And she said, I used to be a hoe. And she said, I used to go for the guys. I had all this money and it just would never work out. They would treat me like crap. They think the rules didn't apply to them. They would cheat all the time. She started making her own money and she's very successful now. She got a man that doesn't make as much money as her. And she goes, it kind of finally like clicked in her head. I've been blessed with the money. So now I can get the man that actually loves me and cares about me and gives a damn. And we don't need to have two multi, multi, multi million dollar people. She, it works. They figured a way for it to work where he's not just sitting on his butt. But like these, like you said, these relationships for a look is not it. Yeah. Because he's still thinking he's, he's still treating her like she's like some broke groupie. Yeah, so, because she is. Working. She's got the esteem of one. Right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more Shady Show right after this. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm here with Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. And uh, keep it coming in the comment section. Y'all are fantastic. Y'all always say some great things. Thank you so much. You're so sweet and kind. All right. Portia Williams opened up about her experience with R. Kelly on the Tamron Hall show. You already laughing at me? <laughs> or laughing? I got my eyes back, y'all. Why is Al so tickled? <laughs> Al had a share. What is he so tickled at? <laughs> you want to share with us, Al? <laughs> what is he laughing at? All she said was she shared. I know. I just can't wait for us to cover this story. I know it's gonna be good. I know it's gonna be good. I just know it's gonna be good. Well, now I have to say that because we are all j- journalists, we have to cover these stories. <laughs> I don't make the news. We just I just read it now with my good eye. All Ooh. right, Portia Williams opened up about her experience with R- about R. Kelly on the Tamron Hall show. 
She says she felt like she was in danger and that Kelly held her in a mental state. Williams also said he had uh, just been one of the men who was a predator in her in my life who had taken advantage of me and mentally abused me. She continued with, so I saw him no different from those same men, that same darkness, that same treatment. They faced and met the same Portia who did not know her self-worth. Now, Portia's being really transparent about her experiences with, with R. Kelly and sharing how she felt at the time. What are your thoughts on Portia being so candid about her encounters, encounters with R. Kelly? Okay, so the Black delegation of the NAACP chapter of Descendants of Slaves. I have another question because I don't know what to do with this information. I really don't. Like, I I, I, I need somebody to first uh, let me know, is she the victim or was she a fast tail? I can't even say girl, <laughs> grown woman. Was she a fast tail, grown woman? After somebody lets me know those, then I can curate my commentary accordingly because I, I don't know what to do with any of what she's given us. I'm going to say I'm not mature enough to handle the story, so I'm going <laughs> to pass the microphone to Al Reynolds. No, y'all not going to do me like this. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. I don't know about y'all, but I can I can come up <laughs> an even space. Something about this just is not adding up. The math is not mathing. First of all, she said she was a grown woman. Now, when did R. Kelly start messing with grown women? Or when has R. Kelly and grown women been in the same sentence? Number two. Oh. Huh? Who was? When one's his lawyer. But I, I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> I'm Number not two. mature enough. I'm going to just be quiet. <laughs> Number two. All right. She's seen since when? Like, I. I'm just confused. Like, first of all, she had the smash hit flatline. What you're not gonna do is slander. Uh, it it so criticizes this woman. We we know that oh, she Hugh, Hugh, speak on it. You did a play with her, and she sang. And she actually she sang. She has a she carried. She could do a little yang 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 around the yeah, house. Exactly. I mean, there was nothing for R. Kelly to do with her except hunch her because oh, okay. she was never gonna. Oh, God, can we just... But wait a minute. Okay, this is my last question, guys, and y'all can have it all. I just feel like like the whole Atlanta know Portia, right? And we ain't never heard anything about her and R. Kelly. Now, you know, as nosy as we are, her being on that platform, why are we just now hearing about her and R. Kelly? Oh, here's the thing. You know, Iyanla taught us to call a thing a thing. Um... I, I firmly do not believe trauma, uh, Portia has traumatized by her experience. I don't believe that Portia was abused in any way. What I do believe is that this is an excerpt from Portia's life that would be a great way to help sell books. I okay. think that's where it starts and where it stops. And you know what? And, and, and it, let's just call it a thing, a thing. I'm not mad at you for that. You know what I'm saying? It's her story to tell. So if you got a little juicy piece of your life, that you can insert in a book and the timing just actually happens to fit what's going on in the world right now with his case, then why not use it and play it up? And that's what Portia's doing. I don't think Portia sat in no corner nowhere rocking back and forth because she was locked in the attic like Anne Frank by R. Kelly or that he peed on her or she was disappointed yeah, that her music... But I don't you, that's not what she shared on the channel. And, 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 and I may be wrong, but listen... 
Portia ain't doing nothing different than anybody else from Hollywood. You tell a salacious right. story about somebody you slept with to sell a damn book. You know, that's just what it is. Now, miss me with the whole trauma tour and with the whole... <laughs> Miss me with all of that. Girl, sell your book, sis. I ain't even mad with you. You know, scammed your way into that lady house and took her <laughs> husband. Okay. Got a TV Got a show. Got with Dennis. Now you're selling books. Show. Get your paper, sis. Matter of fact, team up with Brittany Renner and go around the world and I, yeah, yeah, and do some conferences. I I, I, I agree with you. I, I think that um, it's, you know, when you say, when you bring in abuse, and you talk about it now, no one can really criticize you because they, how dare you shame a victim? And I, the victims, I mean, everyone handles, handles things differently and y'all gonna get mad at me no matter what I say. So I don't give a damn, I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. Um, when you're traumatized by someone, when you first meet them and they ask you to get out of your clothes, you run out of that house and you never go back again. Right. Because you have no ties to this person. It's one time. It's the first time meeting them and they ask you to get naked. You get your ass out of there, however you can craft your way out, and you don't go back. When you go back another time and another time and another time, and then you want to wait till you drop a book to say you was traumatized, we're going to side-eye you, Portia. And that's not us being shady. That's you being shady, actually. And lately, you've been getting caught in a lot of lies, and it just it doesn't help right now. It, your timing and the way, hey, it just seems like bullshit to sell a book, like you said. And I hate the to say that about women. The math ain't mathin'. And if you were traumatized, I will apologize to you. But it doesn't seem like it with your timeline and the roller of his information. Conveniently, it's an excerpt from your book when you've been on television for 10 years. Usually when people get out there, they nothing. When the trial been going on for four to five years. And, you and I also think she's... you could have reached out to Dream Hampton and been in part two of the documentary. You know what I'm saying? Like there, <laughs> there were plenty of opportunities. You can't have been a part of helping put this man away earlier. Once you hear right. something about, oh, he did this to me too. Let me let me throw my let me help out with the case. As a housewife of Atlanta, you know what I'm saying. But but she did what you're supposed to do. I always y'all always hear me say on the show when y'all ask me some of my personal questions. I always say I got to save some for my memoir. You know, right. what I'm, so I'm not mad. I'm not mad. But let just let's just call a thing a thing. And I also think she's also in the, in the middle of trying to rebuild a brand that got very much damaged with her relationship. So now she's kind of going on this tour to try to gather, garner some kind of, you know, to get some positive news and spin. All right, y'all, moving on. ABC, we got, only got a couple of minutes for this. ABC announced that the much-loved series The Facts of Life is returning to television for an episode that will be taped before a live studio audience. Gabrielle Union and Jennifer Aniston have signed on to film the roles of Tootie Ramsey and Blair Warner, uh, roles originated by Kim Fields and Lisa Welchel in the original series. How, are y'all here for uh, Gabrielle playing Tootie? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Not me. Not me. Listen. Now, The Facts of Life and Different Strokes are both going to premiere on ABC. Am I wrong about this? I think so. No, you're correct. Okay, so this is how I feel about this. This whole reboot thing situation. ABC, if you don't have anything else to do with your Q4 money, I say call on us here at TJF. Claudia got some acting credit. Q is funny as hell. And y'all know I'm a quick learner. But this, this whole rebooting these shows that we grew up in love and and not putting the original people in it and having these older people play these young people is just not it for me. I say 
the rate, this is a rating bomb and y'all could do better. Like if y'all want to spend money, invest in us. What y'all think, team? I'm we could be the 2021 version of, right. of, of Three's Company. Right. <laughs> well, knock on my door. <laughs> I'll be such a shameful plug. <laughs> hey, y'all, we got to go. I want to thank my co-host, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining me tonight. And thank you so much for watching us on YouTube. I'm sure the Shade Room and all y'all blogs are going to post a little tiny clip tomorrow. Make us look bad. It, it, it's our job. But anyways, stick around for the house that's coming up next. Stylist and the rich auntie, Joe Exclusive, will be stopping by and bringing up his fabulosity to the show. Y'all have a fantastic weekend. And we'll see y'all next week. Be Bye, y'all. <laughs>